What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? I'm joined via technology with the man himself, Tim Carr. What's up, baby? Oh, hey there, bud. Welcome to Bearded and Bored. <laughs> How's it going? Ooh, that's new. Yeah. Just been hitting up something different. Yeah. The owl isn't dead. It's just gone into hibernation. It's time for reinvention. New year, new me, hashtag YOLO. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Tim kind of gave you just a tip there. It, the Midnight Owl is evolving into something new, bearded and bored, which is also a name you've also worked with before in the past, right? Yeah, it's always been the name of the studio. It was the original name I was thinking of going with, but uh, the Midnight Owl sounded spookier when I was going <laughs> to go down the conspiracy theory road and stuff. So... Let's just take like two minutes, maybe talk about like what the evolution of the owl is now. All right. Um, you know what? Let me pull up because I have the description of what we're going to be going with. And I will try to vamp as I find it. Nice. I can also fill in the blanks here. If you haven't checked out the Midnight Owl's feed, it is now called the Bearded Board or Bearded and Board with some really nice imagery. Um, I would say, um, I've not a cartoonish, but like a animated face of a man with a beard. Yeah, and that's just the temporary logo. We've got uh, one of our other hosts, Zach. He's working on making up something a little bit uh, nicer. Um, so we're just, I don't know. I We had a chance to just like, let's stick with the Midnight Owl. We'll slowly transition. Once we have everything in place, we'll hit people with it. It'll be clear and concise. I'm like, no, fuck it. I have anxiety. Let's do everything now. <laughs> Because I'm fucking manic. So we just, I started changing the name. I started changing the descriptions of things. I started changing the location. And then I never announced on the actual feed, which is probably fucking confusing to people because, like, I'm five weeks ahead of where I need to be right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, like, I was so that, by it. Yeah. The announcement's coming just like in mm, four weeks. I, I could have yeah. put it on even today's episode, but I was just. I don't know. I just, I got amped for it. I just wanted the change with everything staying so fucking static this year. I thought it was best to just, to just do it. Like I was stressed. So kind of hit it. <laughs> hey man, what, one of my mottos in life is do what feels right. And if that felt right, you do it, my man. All right. So the description we've come up with, and this is just going to, is a little bit wordy, but we're, we're, I think it fits everything that I'm trying to do. Bearded and Bored is aimed at building a community of people to help fight the boredom of modern-day life through compelling topics and special guests. We'll be discussing anything ranging from conspiracy theories to this new working world of being at home. Are you bored? Join our conversation. So, I'm going to be cycling through. I have work a continental shift, like I think I've mentioned 100,000 times on here. People are probably bored of hearing <laughs> about that. But, um, most people work Monday to Friday. They're not available. I'm going to be having about three different groups uh, of guests on, which, as you know, as a podcast don uh, running the, the show, it's hard to make people reliable and without like y you don't want to be a dick because it is a hobby yeah. and we're doing this for fun. So you're like, all right, well, what level of commitment can you have? Uh, like, how often can you get on? Do you want to pre-record a couple episodes? Like it all of a sudden has become all this pressure before someone can just get behind the mic and have fucking fun. So That's it, yeah. having three different groups, I'm able to start getting a week ahead all the time. 
Um, right now, we're just doing introductory episodes with people, um, just trying to give you a chance to get to know them before we maybe jump into more heavier topics. I'm trying to think next week, uh, the, the episode that dropped today was me and Aaron just talking a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons. Next week is going to be Chris. We're talking uh, awkward encounters with police officers. Following week will be Cat and uh, Van Life. Have you heard about Van Life? have not no um there's a subculture or like hashtag that got really popular so people not really in canada but (laughs) i guess in the summer months uh sell off everything they take an old van they uh build it up so they can live in it and they just live in their fucking van like hobos but try to make it glamorous yeah yeah fucking people are doing it with their kids in there too like just like a grand caravan with two kids and they're like trying to make it look fucking awesome on Instagram. It's terrible. <laughs> um, as someone who has kids, as well as somebody who does, a, well, not last year, but an annual road trip with six grown men and we drive to different baseball stadiums mm-hmm. in a Dodge Grand Caravan, I can tell you I could not last any more than one or two days. Oh, yeah. 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 I couldn't last a day with my kids. Like 24 hours? could not do with my kids oh can you imagine this like one of the things came up can you imagine parking your kids at like a husky gas station and like in the back so the police don't come and like razz you and like you're just sleeping up all night with a shank trying to get them to be quiet my my oldest daughter is uh where she's almost 100 percent potty trained Mm -hmm. but like you know like the um the the going to the bathroom like when you have a first inkling that you have to go to the bathroom you kind of give yourself like i don't know like 10 15 minutes i don't know if you're a psychopath an hour like whatever yeah um of like time before you'll actually have to go to the bathroom we'll talk to her like stella do you need to go to the, the potty do you have to go pee pee no i'm good okay cool we get in the car five minutes on the road like <laughs> just far enough not to turn around and go back to the bathroom She's like, i have to pee and so we actually have a legit travel potty that my mother-in-law made us and I mean, it's just like a potty, but it has like a mobile bag that goes with it. Yeah. And a number of times in the dead of winter, had to pull off to the side of the road or into a parking lot so this kid can take a piss. And oh uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I could. I, that's way too crazy. And also, like, don't lie. Like, we all know Instagram is 95, 95% not true. There's no way this is fun. No, don't lie. There's no way. Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. No, it's the devil's handiwork, man. It is not going to be okay. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's what that is. Oh, I'm hoping um, the magic bag doesn't pick up on the mic too much. I fucking tweaked my shoulder so goddamn bad. I fell down the stairs, but I caught myself with the elbows <laughs> outside. Oh, no. Yeah, I pinched a nerve. Oh, my God. Yeah, ah, that sounds horrible, dude. Um, so just to end on the on the beard and board evolution, um, so th- like three three cycles a host yourself yeah. you, but you're kind of a monarchy kind of keeping everything in line and everything like that yeah i'm gonna be the through line i'm just i'm anything that i say now is not a judgment on anyone else it's just about me and my life and the level of happiness i'm having with it so mm-hmm. i find that like facebook is irritating to me seeing that everybody everybody has an opinion and they feel like it's valid now as, mm-hmm. like, a, a stupid person, I understand that my opinions are not. So, like, just hearing all of this noise fucking irritates me to the point that, like, I'm taking people aside and, like, oh, my God, did you see this on Facebook? I just don't want to live my life that way anymore. And then 
the reels came onto Instagram and it's so vapid and don't get me wrong 25 year old girls doing sexy dances uh, one after the other after the other is fantastic to see but is that adding anything to my life no yeah no. so yeah. like I just I want to get back to a point where I'm actually talking to people well I like it and I look forward to it and you know what congratulations on evolving because not a lot of people can do it the fact that you're able to do it that deserves a round of applause Listener, if you're listening to this, snap your fingers for Timmy. <laughs> Evolving at a boy, buddy. I'm happy to hear it. Um, so I got. I want to share something with you. This is off script, but um, do you know much about the cryptocurrency world? Uh, not really. No. I would say I would have joined you about two and a half months ago before lockdown two started, but during lockdown two, I've actually educated myself with a small group of buddies. Um, about the cryptocurrency world and how absolutely fucking crazy it is. Um, yeah. I'm sure everybody listening to this has heard of Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay, good. Whew. Yeah, well, I'll speak for the audience. We know, we know. Yeah, yeah. That's My nerd mother, money, right? Yeah, exactly. It's internet money. Mm -hmm. Money that can only be used on the internet. Uh, my mother, who does not know how to use her iPhone, uh, also does not have, know how to turn on or ever use a computer. Yeah. Uh, the extent of her electronic use is the microwave, um, how to take pictures on her iPad, which last time I saw had over 5,000 photos, wow. no apps. She's never downloaded an app. She only has <laughs> photos on it. And That's kind of gangster. Like, you stick to it that hard. <laughs> it, like, her iPad is basically a flat digital camera. Like That's... <laughs> she doesn't... My mom is a fantastic cook, loves to cook. Everyone loves mom's cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, no, she doesn't look up any recipes. She doesn't surf the web. She All she uses it for is FaceTime with uh, the grandkids and taking photos of the grandkids. That's it. Um, that aside, I was having a conversation with my father about it, and I was just telling him how I didn't have much money to put in. And obviously being responsible for two kids, making uh, almost no money on my uh, social uh, – Excuse me. I'm trying to burp and talk at the same time. Bad call. Mm. Um, on my unemployment, making almost no money on my unemployment, and I, you know, I said I'm gonna put like 25 bucks into this, into this, and just see what I can make happen. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't actually 20. It was actually 24 dollars. I put 24 dollars into it, and in, in a couple short weeks, I've turned that into just over 500 bucks, which isn't like it's good because it's you know it's 475 dollars I didn't have before. Yeah. But um, it was something I, I, I was trying to do, practicing some of the theories and that kind of stuff. I was talking to my dad about this, and my mom goes, you know, I read on Facebook, which she's also she's <laughs> brand new to Facebook, <laughs> that this Bitcoin stuff, it's like it's like so crazy. Like People are paying like $5,000 for these things. I'm like, no, mom. At the time, they were paying $50,000 for it. it today, I, I, I was just looking at it before we got on. It's over seventy thousand dollars Canadian per coin, as of right now. Who yeah. knows whenever this, you know, what what it's going to get to? I mean, they, they've been talking eighty, ninety. Who knows? But um, I just thought it was kind of crazy. You had mentioned like, you know, you have these conversations where you pull people aside and like, did you see this on Facebook? My mom thought she was all sly, picking up a uh, Bitcoin, some Bitcoin slang, and then try to throw that down on the dinner table. I said, get that shit out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> just mic drop. 
I heard this on Facebook. What? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, one of my best friends here in town, he was, he's been interviewed by the CBC, uh, I believe a BBC company and a company out of France. Plus they just flew, uh, there was a, a third one. They're doing a documentary on one of the guys I went to high school with. Um, so he borrowed all my yearbooks. They were going to shoot a few scenes with them for the, the documentary. Uh, his name was Gerald Cotton. And he was living in BC, made millions on a company called Quadro or Quadris or something like that, doing Bitcoin, uh, uh, or at least their version of it, right? Okay. So he gets married to this girl. Um, she has a bunch of investments out in Nova Scotia. And I'm getting a bunch of the details wrong. I was thinking about doing an episode with uh, Kat on this later, but... Uh, so he gets married. For the honeymoon, he flies out to India to build this orphanage. And then he dies of, uh, what's it called? The, the stomach issue. Uh, fucking, god damn it. I can't remember. But he, okay. he has a, a stomach issue, um, Crohn's. And okay, uh, yeah. he passes away. Uh, they cremate the body, send it back. But no one can get into the fucking wallets anymore. Because he oh, was the shit. only oh. one with the fucking oh. passwords. Yeah. That's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. So you, you there's also a guy in Germany who, pa- or he, the police uh, seized all his things, but he wouldn't give up his password. Apparently, it's $600 million worth of Bitcoin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like, this guy, they started opening up some of the wallets. They were empty. And the wife had, like, all of a sudden gotten a bunch of new uh, real estate. Oh, shit. Yeah, a bunch of people lost a lot of money. So fucking Germany yeah. guy, they fucking, they took off with his, uh, he's holding out, trying to get a lighter sentence or something? Well, I don't know, like, I mean, he doesn't have to turn anything over, but they're trying to turn it over to get the money, mm-hmm. and then just lock the money up until he, until something happens with him, but he's not giving the password, which is probably the smartest thing, because uh, you're dead if you give those up, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, like, I, I don't know. Like cryptocurrency is kind of crazy for me. Like I'm still trying to figure it all out. I have a client who's, he's just balls deep into it and he was giving me some education on it, but it is just like, it's like a wild west right now. If you can, you, I don't know if you're of, uh, of Doji, like Elon no. Musk has been like raving about it. Like, so it, you know, that dog, that little, um, the meme dog, uh, he's like, um, the queen a Corgi. It's like a Corgi. Yeah. And it looks like he's smiling and winking at you. So so this is basically like non-existent. Elon Musk kind of like throws this into the limelight. And then all of a sudden it jumps from like not even like not even a penny, but like uh, one hundredth of a penny. And it goes from one cent. It jumps to five cents overnight. Mm-hmm. And me and my buddies get into it. Some of us got in at three cents. Some of us got in at five cents. And then around the Super Bowl, whenever that was, um, there was talks that Elon Musk tweeted this thing like, oh, here's the, the doji or doggy. Like people, he calls it doji, but it's spelled D-O-G-E. And okay. uh, and he's, he tweets a couple things about like, this is going to be the world's currency. Um, this is the future, blah, blah, blah. All these things starts going up. It goes, jumps six cents, seven cents, eight cents. Super. There's this rumor that there's going to be a Super Bowl commercial I only watched the Super Bowl for the commercials and the <laughs> halftime show. Uh, I didn't watch either one of them just to get into it. 
And then, uh, I, so I bought, anyways, the, it peaks at just about 11 cents. And there's some people who put real money into it and made a couple thousand bucks or maybe even $100,000. But then Elon Musk goes, you know, there's some whales out there that bought a lot of Dogecoin. And I'm not fully endorsing this until they sell off all their shares. And for like two days, everyone's like, ah, they didn't listen. This is a fucking richest man in the world for a reason, right? Yeah. So he says, he says, and then he says it again. And then TMZ catches up with him and he says it again. All of a sudden, <laughs> stock starts dropping like crazy. It goes from 10 cents, which again, doesn't sound like a lot. goes from 10 cents to 5 cents. It sits at 5 cents for a couple of days. Mm. Now, now it's kind of like stabilized at about 7 cents. Uh, when it closed today, is at 7 cents. But uh, it was it was just kind of mind blowing how this this fluctuates with a guy just being like, I'll endorse it, but all you guys who thought you were so savvy, like <clears throat> buying hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Doji, mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything until you guys get rid of that stock plummets. Now I I see I had at one point I had invested um, like 120 bucks into it. Like I had built up a little bit of money. I was 120 bucks in it. It spiked. I pulled a little bit out, but I kept the share amount because the coin is the, the dollar amount is one thing, but the coin amount is where you really want to focus. Yeah. And I had over like 3000 coins on 120 wow. bucks. And uh, I sold, a, I sold a lot of it off. I kept uh, around a hundred coins uh, around that number in hopes that one day it has more value to it. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's my little crypto. That's like that's my high point of my life last three months. That would have been right around the same time that the redditors were fucking around with uh, the GameStop yeah. uh, stock. Yeah. I'm not really sure what that whole thing was about. Do you know? Yeah, so I can give you like a little bit. I don't know like a hundred percent ins and outs, but mm-hmm. it, GameStop was a penny stock essentially on the brink of going out of business, and the Reddit forums, um, these double diamond dudes, like they were. Saying like, hey, like we all just will all put money into GameStop. It was just something they could agree on. It could have been anything. It could have been, I don't know, like what are those ugly shoes that everybody wears that everyone hates? Um, Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. Ugly but comfortable. Shit. You uh, fuck. You. you have, yeah, you have I have Crocs? Crocs slippers, and they're fucking amazing. Slippers that don't leave the house. I mean, sometimes you gotta go to Walmart, and like they're right there. <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Anyways, it does, it could have been a, it could be a Crocs. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. but They're they did agree on GameStop. <laughs> oh fuck you! Oh my god! Yeah, so no are. one can see your feet. No one can see your feet. Great. I'm stealthy um, in those aisles, son. <laughs> Look, mom, Becky doesn't have any feet. I almost walk that? through Actually, them. I've worn them so much. <laughs> I gotta go get a new okay. pair, but they're out. All right, go on. <laughs> okay, I can't. And you have cargo shorts, don't you? You're fucking leaving that 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 rural life, man. Okay, I did for a long time. This actually came up this year for my birthday. My mom's like, hey, I just want to get you some clothes for your birthday, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mom, it's fine. She's like, oh, I really, really want to do this. I'm like, okay, I need a couple pairs of shorts. I do not want cargo shorts. My entire oh, life, you bought me cargo shorts. <laughs> Normal adult males do not wear cargo shorts. She's like, oh, no, son, everyone wears cargo shorts. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to wear them if you get them. I do not want yeah. them. So she gets them, and then I get this really passive-aggressive stare as I'm opening up golf shorts, and she's like, you know how hard it was to find fucking shorts that didn't have pockets in the legs? I'm like, no, it wasn't that fucking no, hard. Like, do you guys not have a fucking gap? Like, I'm sure you can find them at the gap. Like, oh, come on. Mark's Warehouse, come on. I can buy quality. There you go. Um, 
yeah, it was whatever GameStop. So the, the, these right forums just they decided that that was the one they were going to back. There's people like there's a guy I was reading this guy he put his life savings, which was fifty thousand dollars, which blew me away that that this guy like this guy decided to take his life savings of fifty grand, which is admirable to have, and <sighs> dump it into a possibility. But he must have seen something there. But he ended up walking away with a hundred and eleven million dollars. Like I'm just saying. If my $24 got to a thousand bucks and I put that thousand dollars into that, I don't know what, I'm not too sure what the math is on that, but I would do it in a second. Anyways, it was just a way to say fuck you to the system. Yeah. Um, market manipulation had been happening. It's always happened. It's always been a thing. Elon Musk is doing it with, with Dogecoin. Yep. Uh, and they just did it and they did it and the man didn't do it. And so they fucked over the man. And then, the, then just to make money on this, all those other guys jumped in on it, which also raised the value of it. So, they they caught it to make some money while all these other guys got in on pennies. So, you know, they, they stuck it to the man. It was awesome. I'm so glad that that it happened because it leaves all those Wall Street, all Wall Street, you know, fuckheads, all those wolves of Wall Street fuckheads is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It kind of gives them a little dick in their ass. And it's just like, listen, you listen, you got it all, but you can't have it all. You we're going to take this one from you. And I'm yeah. glad that they tore a strip off. Yeah, and like in the end, a few people, a lot of people lost some money on it and stuff, but uh, those motherfuckers, they're just going to put in new rules, and they're going to just try to keep the fucking money for themselves, and like, the little guys won this time, and it doesn't mean we can't win again, but like, though they're so fucking insular, you gotta, yeah. once you're in, you can make as much money, they don't care where you came from, but if you're on the outside, it's, uh, fuck you though. Oh, yeah. The fucking, yeah. They just oh, yeah. throw money around. They'll take it out of this and put it into that. They'll whisper into somebody else's ear so a group of them will do it at the same time so they can yeah. buy it at a lower price when it fucking dives. And they don't give a shit about the fucking people losing their job because a company thinks they're about to go out of business. Fucking yep. assholes, yep. man. At, at the end of the day, it will probably still... Like, GameStop will probably still go out of business at the end of the day. Um, but for now, it's a big win for the little guy. Yeah. And I don't know, I just, you know... I, I love, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, I I want to support bands I like, yeah. But you know, I, w- I want to support bands I like. But when I see like bands I really like, and they're like, I don't know, may, they make uh, two hundred million dollars and blah blah blah, like whatever the case is, it's like, all right, well, fuck you. Like, I'm probably just gonna stream your your music and not down buy the album. Like, I I am a big music guy. I've I have like walls dedicated to music. I've bought music my whole life. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it's like, does Mick Jagger fucking need any more money? Does like, do, do, I mean, I don't know, whoever, whatever. Metallica when they were bitching about LimeWire. Listen, Metallica's A, fucking super overrated. B, not good. And C, fuck them anyways. I don't, I, I hated that because I was at the beginning. That was when it was like so underground and people were just like, you know, I don't even think they're losing that much money. He obviously saw the big picture, but yeah. because of it, we have streaming today. So, you know who I really truly love? fucking hate and all of that shit is like, I'm not a big music guy, but I, I would like to get out to see some live music. I want to go see a movie. It's the fucking ticket masters out there. The fucking, Man. all those ticket selling sons of bitches. Uh, the fucking, 
instantly they will sell all of their tickets to StubHub when it goes online. So you got to be in there in the fraction of a second to get in because they're legally yeah. obligated to do that. And then they fucking tack on like $50 to a fucking ticket in the first place. Then they resell it and you got to buy it for $160. It's fucking unacceptable. And I don't know why that's okay. Why can't yeah. everybody just make a little bit along the way? And like the fact that, oh, I, I just got finished a year I took them a year to pay me back for the tickets that I was supposed to go to New Jersey last uh, summer uh, for uh, the Tom Steve Dave podcast meetup. And fucking, yeah. that was $200 I had tied up for over a year. And like, I would call that, them and they would like, no, oh, uh, it's not our problem. That, yeah, that would grab my, ge- my gears like crazy. I, Ticketmaster has been just raping people for years. Mm-hmm. And then on top, like that, you like what you're talking about is legit a bother. But how about like the seventeen dollars service charge? Where the yeah. fuck that could come from? You know, oh, we'll mail it out to you for five ninety nine, or you can print it off at home for free. Yeah. No, bitch, I just paid almost twenty dollars in service fees. Doesn't that include the fact that it has to get to my doorstep? Like, how? What? 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 And even like, who was it? A uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam put the put the big stand against. Ticketmaster, you know, Live Nation pops up. All of a sudden, Live Nation's gonna be different. Nope, same difference. Same fucking you know, difference. Just, well, yeah. If you make those ticket prices more reasonable, more people can go to your fucking concerts. More people can justify spending thirty dollars on a fucking concert tee where you can actually make some goddamn money. This has to fucking stop, or we're gonna lose all of music, and it's gonna become this dumb shit that's getting fucking released now that has a fifteen-second shelf life, because. Yep. No one's going to the fucking concert to see the whole album of what's his fuck from TikTok. Uh, I okay, I like Drake. I'll listen to Drake. I'm never going to see Drake live. But Drake, I remember his ticket prices were like three hundred and sixty dollars when when his album uh, Views came out. It was all based about like all songs about Toronto. Yeah, or whatever the area. Huge hit, big big jams on there. And his first the concert tour, his first tour in Toronto. 360 bucks for like okay seats and his 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 justification was well i'm bringing this giant art piece which is like uh it's like a a globe that has like um melodic um light shining on the inside and it's like this art fixture and it's like this would be in like the louvre in in france but it's here and it's traveling with us and i and no like you Okay, fine. I get it. you want to add a presence. The Rolling Stones have been turned for like 300 years, and it's hard to make that show new again. Yeah. Some people don't want a new show. Some people just want to see the hits and go home to say, hey, Rolling Stones crossed up the list. Okay, I've seen one of the longest running bands of all time. I'm not going to say the Stones are the best because they got a lot of shit. Yeah. But, you know, okay, fine. You've seen the Rolling Stones. You can cross them off the list. Some people don't need the fucking U2 360 stage, uh, fucking Bono like flying over in a hover track. Like some people don't need that. Some people just want to see good live music to a band they've known their whole life. How much more likely are you to take the wife out to see a show? If it's 30 bucks, you can go, you can have dinner, everything under the hundred dollar mark. How the fuck as you as a father, I would love to hear an explanation. How the hell do you take your kids to go to the movies? Cause I'm a single guy. I have very little expenses outside of my bills. There's no fucking way I can afford $20 $20 for a movie ticket and fucking popcorn on top of that. Like, it's insane. Oh, yeah. 
and on top, ignoring my kids, my kid, my kids are lucky because the way my wife was raised not the way that I was raised. Mm-hmm. So my kids get like popcorn, and then they got gummy choo choos things, and then they got chocolate this, and then thirty five snacks to like watch Disney Plus. And, <laughs> hey, listen, Disney Plus right now is fucking living my life, man. One Division. I have never seen a show better than One Division. I'm gonna go back and rewatch this show. Like I haven't seen episode seven, which just got just got launched. Yeah. I, I'm going to go back and watch every fucking single episode because the show's so good. That aside, uh, like, there's no way I would want to take – if I was to take my kids right now to the movies, if, if we were in a normal world, uh, well, first of all, one of them is two and a half. So yeah. okay, let's, say, let's say they're both like four and, four and five. I'm looking at 20 and change for me and my wife to go. So let's say 50 bucks there and then maybe another 20 to 30 bucks for them. That $80, $80 just to get into the door. Yeah. And like once they're a couple years older, they're gonna to want to bring their friends too. Oh yeah! Listen, you guys go enjoy the movie. You call me when it's done. I'll come pick you up. I'm not sitting through. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not spending twenty four dollars to watch you guys fucking watch a movie. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I don't know, man. Like to be honest, it the the cost of living, especially right now, man. Exp- yeah. With money so tight in my household, I mean, I just I I have a hard time believing. Like um, it can get any worse, and it is going to get worse because it. We're, I mean, we're still dealing with a pandemic. My life hasn't changed in quality of living. My expenses have obviously changed, but yeah. like it's not like I'm. I'm not. I'm fucking drinking this lovely exotic white claw. So I mean, and definitely not like my life isn't hasn't changed that much. But still, the fact is like the cost of living is going up because of this pandemic, and we're just going to deal with it. Yeah. Who knows? Dude, what about all the taxes we're going to get taxed with having 25% of the population staying home, yeah. having to bail out all these small businesses that obviously can't function. Like my family yeah. run business, which has been run for 42 years, is is on life support right now because we haven't in the in the last calendar 10 to 12 months, we've only been open not, like less than half that time. Yeah. So h- how do we survive? I you know, know. Like, the government's had to step in. Had to had to babysit everybody because of this pandemic. My great grandkids will probably still be paying for this. It's just insane. It's an insane amount of money. Yeah. yeah. Fuck man, how do we get to a downer, man? Uh, I don't can know. We, we spiraled. This fucking Ticketmaster. It all fucking stems ticket. from fucking Fuck Ticketmaster. Ticket oh, those sons of bitches. They're such fucking criminals. God damn. Well, and like I, I think for people like us that are trying to do something artistic, you look at something that's probably a little bit better to doing in front of a live audience, like bands and stuff. I feel a kinship to them. I know I'm not a rock star, but like this is a performance. This isn't exactly me in my daily life, but like fuck are they ever screwed over at every turn. And like, if we don't have music, our culture, who we are starts to suffer. And I just don't know what the kids will get to enjoy if you're not able to go see music, if you don't hear it around. And it's just like, it's fucking, maybe the pandemic will be a blessing in the end where, you know, you want to do something a little more locally. You want to go hang out with the the neighbors or something or go out to the bar and listen to a local band. But, you know, fucking, I I don't know how you can afford it. I don't know, like, because the rich just stay rich and, the rest of us don't get to fucking participate i hear you my man i um you know i'm, I'm sure you're the same way I, I feel like everybody's kind of the same way 
Mm-hmm. But there's a point in your life where you just you discover music. You stop listening to music and you discover music. And you discover things that you love and you discover things that make you want to listen to more. And I mean, I know for me, uh, at that time in my life, I was it was um, the year was 1997. Princess Diana had just died, and Oasis released their third studio album, Be Here Now, and it was just the right amount of confidence I needed to get through the hardship of being a 15 or 16-year-old and not mm-hmm. really understanding why my body was, like, how much my body would change and how much, like, everything would change in my life, and it was just the right amount of confidence for me to get to get me through that, that stage, and you attach yourself to that music, so... I don't, I, I don't know where the future of music and saving the youth is going to be. Maybe everyone's just going to be dancing to this, like, fake happy tunes. Who know? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but. Yeah. Well, I'm thanking know. God right now that I didn't stick with the music that struck me when I was in grade eight. I remember strolling Ooh. confidently through the fucking schoolyard with my Walkman, the uh, yes. anti-shock on there. To mm. Panasonic anti-shock. No. Fucking Chumbawamba and Aqua. Ooh. Oh, come on. No, no, no. There's got to be more to life than that. I'll tell you something, Tim. Right now, Barbie Girl is the most played song in my house because my kid, my girls love that song. And I remember fucking jamming out to that. So that song owned the summer of 97, maybe 96. Maybe that's what we have to do. We'll do a fucking uh, uh, bonus episode or something for the network. We'll throw it up on the band camp. People can pay a dollar for it. We'll just like... (laughs) Everybody karaoke the fucking best of the 90s. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for sure. Uh, I don't know uh, if this fits with the show, but check this out. This is uh, ooh, it's cassette. a cassette. So tell them Steve, Dave. It's one of their bonus shows. They put it out on a fucking cassette. This came out last year. Yeah. I love it. Uh, a podcast I listened to called uh, Post, they, uh, they thanked all their Patreons by sending them a cassette and then just waiting for them to get back to them. I, I was on their first tier initially. It was, at the time, it was 40 bucks a month for their mm. Patreon. But I was, these guys gave me like eight years of free podcast before they went um, the Patreon route. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's worth it. I, I did it for a couple months. And then after a while, I, I downgraded to it. But there's still people at that $40 level. And that's what they did. I thought it was like so, like they don't, I thought it's, it's unique enough. Yeah, and you have to you have to go figure out how to make it happen now. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of sucking and jiving, like, yeah, I don't know. I like this being free, but uh, it would be nice to fucking carve out a little bit of uh, sustenance in the background just to make it by. I fucking just got a roommate to pay the bills and shit, but like you hear the passive aggressive lights clicking off in the background. <laughs> Motherfucker, <I've> got hydro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, I would just love my hosting fees to be covered. <laughs> if oh, I get that covered, shit, I, yeah. I, I would be happy with that. Um, you had mentioned maybe playing a game of uh, One Truth, Two Lies. Yeah. You uh, you, you got have, one set? I've already played mine on the show. Okay. So I was, you know what? Next time we record, fucking you bring one, I'll bring one, and we'll hit that up. Okay. Well, in that place, then I'm going to suggest we play a quick game of Bad Choices. Sounds good. Uh, it is 8.58, and I knew you were going to record with yeah. Chalupa at 9. Let's do a couple. Uh, they can wait for a little bit because okay. trying to get them organized. Anyways, here we go. All right. Game of bad choices. If you don't know, let me just read the uh, 
the back real quickly um, just to kind of give the listeners oh, an idea of what's going on here as the cards all dip out onto me. Awesome. Cool. I thought it was Glad the White Claw for a second. <laughs> the White Claw's almost done. Okay. So uh, have you ever – have you ever – wow. The have you ever party game for finding out hilarious truths, secrets, and stories about your friends. Okay. So – uh, it's yeah. So if you've ever played the game of Have You Ever, the best drinking game ever, because you really find out the truth about who the people you are hanging out with are. But Tim Carr, <clears throat> first question. Okay. Would you drink a cup of human blood for five thousand dollars? Five thousand dollars. Hmm. Do I have like a, a test on it? Like it says the blood's clean. Is this going to be nasty? Oh. I would say yes. Yeah, I, I can say it, it's going to be pharmaceutically clean, but still be blood. I'm going to put that down. Uh, the only thing I'm asking is if the blood is cold or warm, because I'm not drinking warm blood. That would gross me the fuck out. But if it's cold, it's going to coagulate, so it'd be a lot like pudding. Oh, you're right. Oh, good call. I don't know then. Just I mean, pretend it's brain... tomato soup, man. A little bit of pepper, and it's going right down. Yeah, but I also hate tomato soup, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons. I mean, that that's a mustard show, but it's Simpsons reference. It's like, you got Mountain Dew or crab juice. Ugh. Ugh. I'll take I'll take the crab juice. The Twin Towers episode. Is that up on Disney Plus or did they pull that? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I will I I have been going back and watching the Simpsons not from the beginning because I can't I can't watch those ones, mm-hmm. but from when I kind of dipped out, which was around season twenty, I think. So, okay, so only like ten years. Okay, uh, another round of bad choices. Have you ever had sex with a coworker? No, I don't think so. How about you? Yes, plenty of them. Oh, let me see, let me see. Oh, I, see, here's the downside. One. Um, but I'm very flirtatious by nature. But two, I worked retail for like two or three years, which is like a pussy heaven. Mm-hmm. Can you say that? In this, and can you say that in 2021? I think so. I don't know if that's okay. You're not slut shaming. Two... You're celebrating the fact that they're able to. You're fucking shoulder <laughs> uh, to shoulder. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I want to get fucking laid. You want to get fucking laid? All right. <laughs> you work here. I work here. What else do we need to know? Yeah. Those uh, fucking yeah, equals. Retail for a couple of years, and I also I'm a hairstylist. And in my single days, it was. I mean, shooting, shooting fish in a barrel would be like too much of an analogy. It was, it oh was super easy. Anyways. God, you're yeah. like the sober bartender. You make come in, you make them feel pretty. <laughs> they exactly tell you it. your secrets. They feel safe with you. Now, hold on. Not clients, but coworkers. Oh. Yes. And, and hooked up with coworkers at work too. Shit. Yeah. Too, if this was a drinking game, I'd be more fucked than I already am. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever had a partner that was too kinky for you? Yeah. yeah. Um, I still got the fucking cigarette burn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. She's just drunk and bored and not having it. Is that the name <laughs> of her podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, I know that she has webcams now, so her shit. life's going great. Nice. Um, I won. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I definitely did because I wasn't like as experienced. 
and I dated a, I dated a 30 year old when I was 20 and she like, she introduced me to some shit. So, um, she didn't yeah. peg you, did she? No, you know what? Listen, I, I remember. Okay. So like, I know that like ass play, like there's a lot of joking around with ass play these days, mm-hmm. but I remember I was dating this girl and you know, like I felt she was out of my league. I thought like for sure I was, I was definitely dating up. And I was like, this girl's hot. She got her shit together. She drove this like sexy convertible white Volkswagen uh, Cabrio. And I was like, man, like I'm winning this game. Yeah. And we're, we're messing around in my parents' basement circa like early 2000s. And this was an unfinished basement that I had like my shit down. It was like the, the, the man cave, like the boy cave. Uh, like I had like a video game, I had like an arcade set up. Nice. Uh, but unfinished basement and like an old... A, a piece of carpet not even like a rug but like a piece of carpet with like an old couch on top of it and i remember you know we're, we're hanging out one thing led to another my tube tv had all static on it and um and she's like she's like do you want me to go down on you i'm like that would be wonderful yes so she's <laughs> like she's like have you ever had a girl lick your ass i was like no isn't that like gay and she's <laughs> like no she's like you just like shove a bar of soap up your ass and I'll like lick your ass. She's like, I'll lick your asshole. I'm like, no. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. She's like, yeah, it'd be fun. I'm like, I, I can't. I can't. No. I was like, so, I was so like, I was so nervous. I was so new at the game. Yeah. If that fucking happened today, you're like, honey, I will go douche right now. Let's get this game going. I feel because... so naive because I didn't hear about this shit for, until like a year or two ago when it like fucking just like, oh yeah, I'll like get my asshole licked or I'll lick her asshole. I'm like, shit. Mm. Like you just, like, have you run out of shit you, to do? <laughs> that's exactly what it is, man. That, uh, so like we, you're just joking joke about pegging, right? Like I didn't know pegging was a thing. I Docking and docking was a thing. Like all these things I'm new to, but it's also because like porn is so easy to get. Like porn, like they're like, like holding each other's eyeballs open and coming inside their eyes, like just to try to try to do something new to try to get, you know, more attention to what they're doing. But yeah, maybe they should try just getting like a hug from someone they love and just, you know, (laughs) calming the fuck down. Yeah. Well, not to fucking kink shame, do whatever the fuck you want. Get freaky with another consensual adult. I'm just fucking repressed. Okay. This move, this uh, stays similar topic. If you were broken, desperate, would you become a prostitute? And before you answer the question, I'm going to add to this question because I feel like it suits it. If you were broken, desperate, would you start your OnlyFans page? That was exactly what I was going to say. OnlyFans. Um, fuck. I'm not pretty enough to just like get away with like the underwear shots, so I know I'd have to do some freaky shit. Get and some that's where like... Mm, I don't know. Start pegging yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see. I, so I, I was talking. I was talking with one of my friends. I, I you know, I, I hadn't. Well, this is probably going back. Like I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe two, three months. Probably three months. Well, yeah, still working. So at least three months ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're at the salon chit chatting, and she goes, "One of my one of my son's hockey dads." Asked me if I had a fans only only fans page. I was like, what? Like she's like she's not like a ten or she's like a like a six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he asked you that. And she's like, yeah. He asked me if I had a only fan. I was like, well, do you? <laughs> and she was like, no. I was like, well, why would he ask that? 
shit, I don't know. But this is this is what I'm thinking is it ha- like, this is the natural progression of what's happening in our world. Yeah. Is like listen, if you see like um, a good looking girl, and like you get her Instagram and there's a link to it, are you not going to check that out? Oh, like, yeah. If I met, it, yeah, of course. It, it's like it's a Zach and Miri make a porno Kevin Smith classic. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's not a porno. I mean, it is a porno, I guess, but. It's exactly you're hearing about all these teachers in the states getting fired because they have an OnlyFans page. They're probably making their whole year salary in like two months. So yeah. why wouldn't they do it? Especially if you have stu- like students who become of age and they're like, Miss Smith was super hot. Of course, you're gonna check out her OnlyFans page. Well, yeah, fuck. You know what's the sad thing is? You know that there's people running fucking classes on how to have a fucking OnlyFans page. <laughs> Here's the lighting why and marketing not? you really need to do. I. Uh, <laughs> fuck me man i don't know that's such a tough call like it's just oh fuck is that like a like a new form of like sending a dick pic it seems like a really fucking aggressive move to just be like because like you send the dick pic theoretically you might get something back or just no interest but if you find out that they have an OnlyFans page and you're just a fucking creeper who would have sent a dick pic, you still just, you get all of the pictures that you would have had. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I see that on Instagram a lot too. I'm just like, no, I don't have an OnlyFans page or something. And I just like, is it that fucking prevalent? I, I think, I think at the end of the day, there's only two people that are going to make money off it. Obviously good look, actually just women in general. Cause I've seen ugly women make money on, on OnlyFans, but also like those those either ultra fit dudes mm-hmm. that like are handsome and good looking and have a bulgy package or celebrity dudes. Those are the only guys like normal guys like you and I, like I would casually joke around about like, would you like, would anyone pay to see me on an only fans page? The answer is always no. Like yeah. nobody's interested. Like my wife is like, no, why would I pay for that? I'm like, Oh, like maybe they're just like, of course, like look at you. You're 38. No, nobody's gonna want to look at your dick. No, get out of there. No way. Dad bods are in. Come on. You know what's hilarious? I don't know if you saw this meme, but they they had a joke about um, like Magic Mike made like 250 million dollars in the box office. Mm-hmm. Don't joke yourself. Dad bots aren't in. And then the next comment underneath was Shrek made 390 <laughs> million dollars. Dad bods for the win. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, I know that I'm like, I'm a step or two above fugly. So, like, the lower <laughs> side of average. Like, not like fucking people are grabbing torches and shit and running me out of town. But just knowing <laughs> if I start an OnlyFans, I would have to have, like, a fucking theme to it and, like, For fucking sure. make an event. Oh, my God. How embarrassing yes. would that be? You, just, you can't just I'm be thinking. the pretty girl just, like, smiling at the camera. You got to fucking put Jump, on a show. Jumping on, on her bed or something like that or jumping on a trampoline. No. <laughs> Go to fucking Value Village. Like, all right, well, I need a couple more pirate costumes because today's <laughs> rent's due and I need another video up. Fans only is holding my holding my paycheck for another 30 days so I can't get any money until then. <laughs> I've okay. been banned off TikTok twice now because I'm so <laughs> different. <sighs> So, so your answer is yes, but no one would pay you. What's your answer? Uh, my answer is no because I know what kind of extreme I would have to go to to get any kind of attention for it. My answer would be yes. Uh, so hit me up if you're interested. Uh, I'll give you my fan only page. Let's make this happen. All right. Um, Sexy. Haircuts. I just got a message from the boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I just got a message from boys saying that they're good at least for another half hour so we can ramble on a little bit longer. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. If you got this far into the podcast, hit me up on Instagram at notafter30podcast. I'll send you something. And you can reach out to us at beardedandboard at gmail.com or the Instagram at beardedandboard. Nice. You going to send them anything? You going to send them any of those owl patches? Yeah. Well, I got to get rid of them now that we're fucking rebranded. God damn it. <laughs> I, I have it. I have, I have it. On. I'll show you after this show. I have, I have mine up in the studio. Okay. Nice. Would you ever take life advice from a psychic? Hmm. Oh, right? I fucking would. I, like I know rap. that I would. Yeah. I, like I go in all <laughs> shitty, but like as soon as they tell me something I want to hear, I'm walking out like she's fucking right. I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm on the right life path now. Yeah, you know, I I'm not against it. I listen, at the end of the day, if you need to hear something to to like take the next step in your life, then if it's worth it, you go for it. The only thing I'm not buying is this. It's like, oh, let me see your hand. Oh yes. Go buy a lot of t- if if you're telling me to go buy a lot of t- I'm not doing it. No, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me something like uh, I don't know, like uh, someone you love might be, you know, whatever, um, going through some shit. Like, okay, I'm in on that. Okay, like you give me like a description and call all those people hit the description. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But don't tell me to go buy a lotto ticket. Don't tell me, don't tell me there's a big fortune in my future. I'm not buying any of that shit. I'm way too skeptical for that. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what's going on with me, Tim. I don't know if it's I'm finally getting loose from the podcast. I don't know if it's that hit off the vape pen, but I got to do something a little crazy, my man. You do <laughs> running commentary. You do what you need to do. I'm seeing a bottle be raised. Southern fucking comfort. Ooh, dad's gone wild. You're going to need some Pepto-Bismol in the morning after those shots. <laughs> Bitch, I'm keto. I don't need that shit anymore. <laughs> All right. Have you ever hitchhiked? Uh, no, I haven't. How about you? I have not either. No, I don't have the balls for that shit. I'm mm-hmm. too pretty to get hurt. All right. That was an easy one. Have you ever woken up next to someone you didn't know? Now, it doesn't say if it's in a sexual content, um, but I'm almost mm-hmm. 100% sure I had a no on this one. Yeah, I've woken up in strange places, but never with anybody else. Just fucking yeah. on the floor somewhere. Which is kind of a good thing, too. Yeah. Have you ever ended a relationship via text? Yeah, I have. Shut up. Yeah. You're dick. You're yeah, dick. I am. You're dick. You're oh, dick. it gets worse, man. No, uh, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. This is in college. She pissed me off. Uh, what happened? She... I had walked her to the school because she didn't want her parents to pick her up from my house that was just off campus. She was going to university. I was at the college. So I walk her over there. And then she was like, can you duck under the stairs while I get into the car so they don't see me with you? I'm like, okay. And I just like got really irritated with that and fucking <laughs> left town, went to party with a buddy for a weekend, didn't tell her. And then she'd like just fucking barrage texting me about like what an <laughs> asshole I was. So I was just like, you know what? Maybe we should we should move on. She actually quoted Katy Perry's uh, song to me. She's like, you're oh all, my God. You're, you're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. <laughs> I swear to God well, that fucking happened. It. So I did Lyrical that. Lyrical genius Katy Perry reference in a breakup. It gets Ugh. worse. 
I get back to town and uh, I'm at a house and there's like seven of us living in this fucking like tiny house and I'm smoking bowls with my buddy uh, in the basement watching Chef Pascal who is like a, a sh- singing Italian chef on like the cable channel. Yeah. yeah. So we're watching that like giggling and stuff and she comes down the stairs like she just walked into the house because we never locked the doors and she's like Tim I need to talk to you and she's oh, crying no. Uh, no. She takes me outside and she has six pages of a note <gasps> documenting in our one month relationship about what an asshole I was, how she's never going to trust or love anyone again, and uh, how I should forgive her. It gets worse. So. Tim, you're breaking my heart. It's all happening, and I'm just like, I'm really high, and I know that, like, this is for the best, this, this is ending. I don't know, like, a, a a nice, smooth way out of it. This is for serious girlfriends. So I look at her. I say, well, you know, I'm just dealing with a lot. My uh, my dad died. And she's like, oh, yeah? Seven years ago? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's, like, really tough right now. <laughs> I swear to God, I tried to play the dead dad card, and she fucking called me on it. A, good for her. B, Tim. <laughs> thought I raised you better, son. Jeez oh, man. Christ. I just I was reaching for anything. That's all I could come up with was, I don't know. That's heavy duty, then. My dad's dead. <laughs> I've gotten away with that my whole life. Like, dead dad? Fucking mm, smooth sailing. So they're not going to call you on shit. I like, I can't. I, like, I've never ended a relationship via text. Although, I like, non-relationship relationships, I don't know what it is. Like, if, if you're kind of, like, casually seeing someone, like, yeah. Mind you, like, keep in mind, like, when I was dating, when I was dating, text messaging was still, like, nine, like, key nine, mm-hmm. like, to, you know, like, press the same button three times, like, iPhones had, like, just come out, and I and I ended up meeting my wife, so I didn't get very far in that texting dating game. Okay, you never broke up with a girl via text message, you may have ended some casual things. Did all of these yes. women feel the same, or was there confusion on their part that they may have been dating you? You know what? Like, I okay. No, nothing, nothing like no, nothing like. Oh, I thought we were. Like, I thought it was more than what we were. I, I, I always try to get like. First of all, I talked too much to start, so I probably over-explained what the relationship was. Yeah. So I'm not. Too, I'm not too worried about that. But um, like I remember one time, like I was dating this girl, and I was into her because she wasn't like a girl I normally would date. She was like a little bit more introspective, still good looking, but not like um, not. I don't know how to phrase it. She, she, okay, she reminded me of a lot of Gwen Stefani. But if Gwen Stefani wasn't as crazy as she was, like crazy looking, but like yeah. the same bone face structure, but dark hair, dark features, not blonde like Gwen Stefani. And I always liked that about her. I, I was I thought she was like really true to herself. We would like go out on a couple dates here and there, kissing and touch it here and there. And then like one day I was just like, she, I, got, I got a text message. She's like, we should talk. I'm like, what do we need to talk about? And she's like, well, and I'm like, okay, is this not her? You know, is it one of those conversations oh, over text? I was like, we weren't serious enough to worry about any of these things. Like I still was dating other, whatever. It doesn't matter. Next question. I hope I'm 33 years old. I never get the, we need to talk text ever again. Mm. Tim, I'm married. I still get that text. Message. Oh, Jesus Christ. You still get the anxiety from it? Or is it like, pfft? Whatever. You're stuck with me. <laughs> no. No, my wife my wife is ballsy enough to be like, You think so? Watch me walk. Oh shit. Um 
Yeah. Okay. So have you ever pretended to be asleep while someone was having sex in the same room? Yeah. 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 Same. Go. You want to start? You, you start. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't even have a good story of it. I just know what was happening. Um, I'm just trying to think what was the like worst version of it? No, it just happened like a hotel room on a road trip or something like that. They thought they were being sly yeah. or new year's party. I, I, I same kind of thing. I think it happened twice. I think it happened once my buddy and I were, were seeing two girls that lived out in London. We had drive from Mississauga to London, mm-hmm. usually a two-hour drive. We did it in like an hour and 40 minutes. We were so proud of ourselves. We hooked up with these girls, and it started like this. Me and my girl knew what was up. Our plan was to start and then go. I think my buddy had the same plan, except he got there like three or four minutes before we did. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of got into it. We're like, oh, okay, cool. That's that. Okay, cool. We're out. <laughs> and then I, another time, my cousin was throwing a party in Barrie, and... I met one of like she had invited all her friends. Two girls showed up, ten guys were there. Oh my god! I'm like, cool. My cousin's female, whatever. Is it wasn't a big deal. I was gonna have a good time no matter what. Her only one friend that wasn't seeing anybody. I ended up talking to, chatting with. We ended up coming back to the house, kind of intertwined with each other. Yeah. We started like messing around, and I'm thinking I'm sleeping on the floor. She's sleeping on the floor. My brother's sleeping on the couch behind us, and her boyfriend's brother was sleeping on the couch that was adjacent to us. So I, I figured my brother can't see us; his back to us, anyways. Wait, her boyfriend's brother? Boyfriend's brother, yeah. Oh fuck. So he, so it's kind of, but if you think of it this way, like there was a a love seat that my brother's sleeping on, yeah, that was at the head of the carpet. There was, and then there was like a three seater adjacent to that. But my brother had his back to us, so he was looking at the back of the couch. The other brother was sleeping facing us, but he wasn't—he wasn't fucking sleeping. He didn't have fucking, fucking eyes closed. He watched us the whole time. <laughs> that I said to this girl, I said, "Hey, like, do you want to just go to the bathroom, and we could fuck around in there?" Yeah. And she's like, "Cool." So we go to the bathroom. It was like a horrible thing because the bathroom was in front of my cousin's bedroom. And every time you went in there or turned the lights on, the fan went on. So she's like, are you guys, are you and Cam? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Fuck off. And she's like, are you in there with blank? And I'm like, yeah, okay, fuck off. And it was just, it was just a mess. Anyways, yeah. the whole thing was so weird. And then like years later, I found out that the brother was like, I, I had a feeling he was awake because I couldn't, it was dark. I couldn't see too much, but I felt like I saw his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, A, it, a it, like, I wasn't in, I was in the mood to be an exhibitionist, so it wasn't like, it, it wasn't like, that was, that didn't help. I, it, it was a total mess. Yeah. But, um, you know, fuck, at least I can laugh about it now. Yeah. Fuck. I was with this one girl one time, uh, we were, I was out walking my dog and that's kind of where she picked me up. She was on her way to the bar. It was when I was living at West's tiny town and, uh, she just saw the dog She's like, oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, so I circle, drop the dog off, go back to the bar. Um, we end up like going back to my place, but it was so fucking weird because she didn't want me to kick the dog out of the room. Like when we were getting busy, I'm like, she was so hot. But at the same time, I don't want to fuck in front of my dog for whatever reason. I guess I'm just yeah. weird. So <laughs> hold it against you. You're going to yeah. shit in your shoe. Fuck. 
All right. That was weird. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll end with this. We'll end this with uh, this question. Would you accept $500,000, but every time you speak, you have to rub your nipples? Yeah, I think I could really take that. This is mostly an audio medium, so no one would ever know, and I would still be able to pay off all my bills. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a long time. Here's the thing. When the money runs out, do I have to do, can I stop rubbing? And how sensitive would your nipples be after that? Because oh, you would be having a lotion or they'd get calloused yeah, as fuck. Yeah, for sure. That, see, that scene from uh, The Office where Andy's running, he has to tape his nipples down because when he <laughs> runs, it just rubs against his shirt. I share that pain with him too. I, I, I got to tape my nipples down when I run. Um, I wanted to say, I, I was catching up on, on the new podcast and uh, I got I got issue a challenge. If you guys do the 37 Nugget Challenge, please allow me to join. I would love to be part of it. Um, I heard it and I started laughing. And then I also said, the inner fat kid in me said, Hey, you can do it. You can do that too. So if, if you guys would have me, I'd love to be on, if not, no hard feelings, Absolutely. but I would love to get it, love to get in on the 37 slash 40 nug challenge. I don't know if we if you've heard the follow up, but the next day uh, he lives up in uh, Carlton Place, so about two and a half hours away. We fucking called up, uh, skipped the dishes, and sent more nuggets to his house just to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend, Tim. You're a good friend. Yeah, if we go for it, we got to go forty just so we can mock him. Yeah, like I, I, I actually let me rephrase. I'm in at any denomination. My question to you is. Does it have to be a McNugget? Because Burger King also has another option that's mm -hmm. more pocket friendly. Oh, well, chicken nugget's a chicken nugget to me. Um, we'll circle back and talk about this because I think this yeah. is a good idea. And does popcorn chicken count as well? No, 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 no. Too no. small. Just, just, just put, just asking, just wanting to make sure the lines are clear. Yeah. I got an air fryer. I wonder if I could get away with like a Costco bag of fucking chicken nuggets. Dude, air fryer changed my life. So good, isn't it? So good. Which one do you have? Uh, I actually don't know. It's the roommate, so I've been just borrowing it. I I have the insignia. It's a Is it a basket or does it rotate? A uh, basket. Okay, so I have a basket as well. Awesome. Did you know it's basically like a hot plate and a blow dryer? I had no idea. I can't figure it out. I just know it's awesome. I've never made better fries than I have with yep. this. Uh, I pre-cook all of my chicken in there. It's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, man. I love it. I have been on my Instagram. Hey, hey, it's PA. I put up all keto-friendly recipes as well as air fryer recipes. I love it. I'm in on the air fryer. I don't know why I didn't get one sooner. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I man. definitely got to check it out, man. Uh yeah, I, I want to get into making some uh, serious air fryer recipes. Maybe some uh, yeah, some of the baked goods and whatnot. There's got to be a way to make an air fryer pizza. I'm intrigued by the idea, but I haven't figured it out yet. Well, first things first, you, even the biggest basket wouldn't be big enough. You'd have to, you'd have to essentially do it by slice. Yeah, yeah. But have you air fried? Have you air fried a pizza slice? No. Is it good? Fuck, dude! It's better than when I showed up at your door. You know what? Uh, for the keto cooking, um, 
I've been making, uh, I, I stopped doing keto, but I still make these breakfast burritos. Like I do the pre-mix. I think you probably like mm-hmm. them. Black beans, uh, eggs. I, I have a, I do like a batch at like 16, then freeze them. But I've okay. been uh, nuking them. You microwave them for 30 seconds. Uh, sorry, not 30 seconds, three minutes. But then you okay. throw it in the air fryer for like a minute or two and get like the, oh, like the shell. All, oh, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, I, it's so wacky. Like I got into a heated argument with my cousin about air fryers and is it another trendy useless appliance like a panini press, which I also have for the record. Um, but I mean, the functionality of it alone, if you consider what you normally would put in a microwave, you could do that still. But the worst thing about a microwave is that like one point like one part of it is, is lava hot and everything else is like mediocre warm yeah. right like the Shit air fryer soggy. you don't have that issue yeah. yeah i did burgers in the air fryer uh, yeah. two nights ago uh, so my my jam like my go-to no problems ass wings buddy mm. my god dude i got a mean wing recipe on top of that hook me up wings in an air fryer undeniably amazing and i highly suggest overcooking them they taste even better i don't know how i don't know why they just do i got two things to say about the air fryer number one portion control because that basket is only so big and you're not going back for the second batch of fucking fries so you gotta be a little careful with your space right yep number two how different is the summer gonna be like, because again, life got a lot more fucking expensive. Not be able to run the fucking air conditioner full blast all goddamn day. Um, you're not fucking throwing on the oven for three hours in the goddamn summer heat. It's you know gonna what? be fucking life changing. Hands down, I I make a, I, I I pride myself on this, and I joke around a lot with my my uh, wife about it. But I love me. I bought like um, a, this is I mean, okay. First of all. This is like perfect for the Not After 30 podcast. I don't know how well this is going to go over for Bearded and Bored, mm-hmm. but this is like truly a conversation you only have in your 30s. <laughs> Do you think you'd ever have this conversation in your 20s? Be like, no. I was so a fat kid, kids. but no. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I, I, I was like an inner fat kid. Um, okay. Uh, air fryer. I bought the silicone mat off of Amazon. Eight bucks. And basically, you can you can bake with it. You can do whatever. But what I do is I essentially make these omelets that I, I put everything into that. And it's like it's like essentially like a, a cupcake tin. Mm-hmm. But because you're putting egg mixture into it with, I usually put like a handful of vegetables in there, some cheese. It comes out compact. It's like a, one of those Tim Hortons uh, omelet bites. It's like that essentially. Nice. So easy and so convenient. Gives me everything I need, keeps my keto, my ketones high, keeps me like do my right. Man, I love it. Air fryer for the win. Best purchase 2020, hands down. Nice. Well, I guess that'll do it for us, man. I hope you crush it on the wow. next episode. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, my man. This was, you know what, man, this definitely got me out of my funk. I don't know if it's that back to back of SoCal that I had, if it was the hit off the vape pen or if it was white claw or if it was just you tim carr hmm. and your sparkling personality and how i found out you're actually a demon inside how dare you do that to the nice girl i hope she comes and keys your car you have no idea of the terrible shit i've done i'm just polite <laughs> so people think i'm nice that's the honest what truth a dark turn what dark fucking turn i just smile Man, and i show up on time and people don't fucking realize i'm an <laughs> asshole
Why do you think I'm still single? You're, <laughs> you're actually a psycho. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's sociopath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Tim, where can people find you? I know the social isn't your big game, but replug the pod. I think we're releasing this simultaneously on both both feeds. So. All right. So Bearded and Board um, is going – you can email at us at beardedandboard at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at beardedandboard. Um, you can find Attic at agai.hisgrill. You can find Samaya at Caffeinated and Hungry on Instagram. Um, yeah, and just, folks, I'm really excited for what the show is going to be. So just keep following our social media. We're really evolving and trying to actually do shit with it this time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm happy to hear that, my man. And if you like me or like the sound of my voice or want to know what this face looks like, Come check me out at the Not After 30 podcast um, on Instagram, all one word, Not After 30 podcast, or Not After 30 podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. I think we've only ever had like three emails, and that's like five years in. So, uh, You've mentioned the YouTube a few times. How do we find you on YouTube? Thank you. Uh, we, we only do a handful of things on YouTube, um, mm-hmm. but if you are going to check us out, Not After 30 podcast on YouTube. Uh, we've got a couple different channels up there. We have the guys from Mustard. They usually do a video. Um, the guys from Show Us Your TDs, which is a football, fantasy football-themed podcast. Uh, I don't give a shit about American football because it's dumb, but uh, they really like it, and it's like our number one listen-to show. Yeah. Uh, and then there, there's a new show launching that that's uh, two episodes in called Nothing But Miss, which is a ba- basketball, NBA basketball pod, if you're into that. Uh, under the Not After 30 umbrella, we have a lot of different like sub-series. Uh, we do a lease edition, which I know Tim's a big fan of, as well as uh, the good, the bad in Toronto, everything about Toronto sports, and a whole bunch of other things there, too. So if you're interested in anything at all, or just like the sound of my voice, come on over. We're happy to have you. Congratulations, man. I, I saw that you guys just finally beat Ottawa. That, that must have been a tough game. Yeah, we beat Ottawa twice. Oh, yeah. But what happened in the middle? We went. We won in the middle. We we lost the first game. Well, we got one point out of two points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just had to get we, that we in. Five, Come on. We got five out of six points. We're still way in. Like we're arms, and I don't know what I'm trying to say. Above above Montreal in the standings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're clear cut first in the league. Mm-hmm. You I, know what? I'm, I'm there for you, man. Like uh, we you all got a dream. Us. We're a network of dreamer. You hate us because you ain't us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hate us because you ain't us. Oh, take That's your how easy, it's buddy. Um, That's it, man. So I'll put this together and then I'll send you the uh, the MP3 on Dropbox. Just give me a day or That'd two. Awesome. Yeah, totally. no worries, man. I appreciate it so much, uh, my dude. This has been this has been like therapy for me. Thank you so much. I, I'm I'm getting the chills right now because I'm so happy right now. So. Thanks, man. Like you pulled that out of me, and and it was it just felt right, it felt good, my man. That was a lot of fun. I I hope that we can keep doing this. Um, yeah. You know, after the well, conversation we had at the start, and like I'm really feeling it now. Like I think maybe maybe it's time that I do step away from the network for a little bit. But let's work on getting this like cross pollination. We'll get out the fucking calendar. We'll set dates, and you and me will record. Maybe we'll bring other people on, and we'll do the back and forth, and like really get shit going yeah i mean buddy if that's what you want to do hey listen it does 
I'm happy when you're happy. If you're happy to do that, that's cool with me. When we started this thing, you know, it was it was all just about building what we got in. It's not a big deal. So whatever works best for you, my man. Fucking you know, I always got your back no matter what. Like if you, if, if you if if something changes or if whatever, if you if you you're you're building your own network, right? Like like you got something going on right yeah. now, do that. And if you want to shoot ideas by me, I'm always here to listen. I want the best for Tim Carr. So whatever the best is for Tim Carr, that's what I want, man. Well, we're always going to be a team, man. I appreciate it. And listen, when we roll into pod camp, even though it's not like whatever official, we're still a team. So we're going to fuck you. We're going to see Mark. I got I got I got to fucking see Scarborough, dude, man. Like I I don't listen to his pod. I feel like my um, 